0: My next guest is Nicole S. Browns. She is the author of School Days, Holidays, and All Days That Lie Between. More School Days, Holidays, and All Days That Lie Between. And many more School Days, Holidays, and All Days That Lie Between. Who Do You Love? Low Story and Poetry and God's Calling to Live a Life That's True, All About Slime, Trails of the Northeast, Louisa and the Child, School of Hard Knocks, Life Support, and the refusal to return to slime, and who are you still in love with, the diminishing of slime and wet dreams. Nicola is a native of Monroe, Louisiana, and she is also Tennessee, Missouri, and Mississippi certified K-12 teacher who holds certifications in chemistry, physics, general science, music, and reading. She holds a BS in chemistry education from the University of Louisiana Monroe, and MED in reading education, from Alcorn State University and an Ed Specialist in Educational Leadership from Delta State University. She's also about to start an EDD program in Educational Leadership. She has been teaching since uh, 2005, um, and she has uh, gotten certified in those six subjects along the way in four different states, and she is also pursuing an administrative license. And we'll talk a little bit about her books today on the podcast. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Nicole? Thank you so much. Well, thanks for your interest on the podcast. I'm I'm doing great. Uh, We just kind of came across each other on LinkedIn and you're interested in being on the podcast. So we'll start off with a question I uh, ask everybody. Tell me about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to crawl out. Say that again. Tell me about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to crawl out. Well,
1: it's been a lot of times, you know, that I've been a, in, in, you know, a long time that I've been in the trenches. I feel, still feel that I am in the because, you know, you constantly have to work on yourself because things uh always change. So you always have to kind of stay fresh and uh, research uh what, who you dealing with and what 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 things are going on in the world and you know pursue make yourself a lifelong learner so that you could have a lasting effect on uh, people and just a lasting effect on yourself
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you've talked a little bit about uh, making sure that you don't mix too much of your personal life with your um, professional life right Uh, maybe not bringing so many emotions into the classroom right Um, you told me a little bit about you're not the type of teacher who yells at teachers uh he yells at students um but what kind of uh, affirmations (laughs) do you bring no definitely yeah so even Um, if we're having a bad day we want to bring positivity to our classroom right and it's hard at times because we do have our
1: days and, and you know when we love the students love 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 the students you know sometimes the little things that they do you know because we want them we want them to strive to do the best we want the best out of our kids and sometimes we stay on them you know we stay on the little the little ones but and then they think oh she doesn't like me but no that's not the case we want them to do better so that's why we stay on them you know i had a a child say you don't like me and i was like well if i didn't like you then i wouldn't stay on you about the things you know and then I wouldn't be talking about the things that I like about you because I really like you, you know, what I really like you. And you, I was like, you know, at that time I was a music teacher and I would always, because he was so highly talented and he could really sing, he could really sing. Uh, but he didn't always have the best, um uh, cooperation with his peers and he didn't have the best cooperation with other teachers and it was Mm -hmm. some things that I just overlooked because I was just like you know I know that this child has potential and so every Mm -hmm. time I would say I'm gonna put this child in the program for this because I'm gonna put this child for the program for this and I'll run by the teacher and they was like no not him and I'm Mm -hmm. like well you know, and so I had to explain to that child, I was
0: like, you got to be good for everybody. You can't be good. You just be good for me. You got to be good for everybody. Um, yeah. And that's, that's really a good point because, you know, students often have their favorite teacher and, um, you know, they have that relationship with that teacher, but they also need to remember, you know, to be respectful of other teachers that they have, um, whether it's, you know, a specialist teacher in an elementary building or, one of their seven teachers, if they're a middle school or high schooler. Right. Um, so and, when and I go always
1: go by that.
0: I always go by that when it's time for performances
1: and such. Mm-hmm. And I wish other educators would as well. When it's time for performances and such like that, they need to look at their behavior with other te- other colleagues, not mm-hmm. just the teachers. Even the cafeteria ladies and the yeah. you know cafeteria staff, I should say, not just the ladies. Uh, just to be politically correct, and even the maintenance and uh, whoever comes in the building, you know, that's just how I feel about
0: things. (laughs) Yeah, but it's teaching um, kids about the real life, right? Um, How to respect adults um, when they're out and about as well. Um, So I introduced you uh, talking about the names of some of your books. Let's focus on the school days and more school days books. And uh, tell me a little bit about Um, what the um, target audience is for those books? Are they more geared towards uh, teachers, uh, students? Um, And, you know, what kind of stories would they be able to gain from those books?
1: Well, I would say that when it comes to students, it would go from early childhood to maybe uh, the early years of college. Um, and then as far as teachers, I think it will be a good teaching tool if you want if you're not the type of person if you're the type of person that wants to add a little flavor uh with uh poetry, um, especially around the the month of poetry month, which is mm-hmm. April. And then not only that, you know, it has uh, different pieces in there about different holidays. So mm-hmm. if you're have a program or something in the school, uh um, you could have uh, one of your students read or one of the um, one of the parents or however you want it to be done, you can mm-hmm. use use these as readings um for your programs. Okay, okay, not You also, not just at school, but at churches too.
0: You also talked about that um this can be used in teacher ed programs, that they're using it as a supplemental. Well, text. Actually, actually uh this one. Mm-hmm i don't know it's blurry it's not really coming out in the video
1: yeah i'm gonna um i'm blurred there we go this Mm -hmm. one school days holidays and all days in live between it this one is my first very first one in the series and it Mm -hmm. actually was um in the running or a contender to be in a teacher ed program as a supplemental text Mm -hmm. for the uh in a university in missouri and it, okay. two universities in the state of Missouri have this book in their collections, um, the University of Missouri at Columbia and um, Missouri S- Southern
0: State University. OK. Yeah, that must be an honor to actually have it as part of a teaching program. So, yeah, that's something I definitely uh, think all ed- uh, educational authors would really, um, you know, feel Uh, like their books made an impact when uh, teacher candidates are reading that. So um, you've, you know, authored, what was it? Nine books so far? 15. 15. Yeah. So I kind of wrong. So how, how in the world do you find so much time to write? You have two kids as well and you teach full time. Well, I
1: make time and really, you know, I guess, my dad raised me the old-fashioned way, you know. I didn't, um, I kind of stepped away from that a little bit, you know, when I got, you know, to living in a bigger city. But uh, when I, um, I would have to be at home at a certain time. And yeah. being that I have kids now, and and then I, I had to live in Mississippi for a while, and it was really, really dark, country-like, rural, I, I, I kind of made a point start coming in, coming in and coming home before five o'clock, you know, before five o'clock. And you know, you know, unless it's an emergency. So that gives me time to prepare for the next school day, prepare the kid my kids for the next school day, prepare myself and then, you know, a little bit more time to relax, unwind and write a little bit. Um actuality when I was in Mississippi, I didn't have any kids with me until maybe 2017 I stayed in Mississippi okay. from 20, 2012 to 2019 and I wrote I a lot um but actuality I wrote more when I was in Baton Rouge and I had a kid with me you know because it was I guess I was overly stimulated and it was just a place that I felt like I could um you know uh let free um free myself pretty much so um Baton Rouge is where I really started, you know, being serious about publishing books. Then I got into a situation that I kind of got discouraged. I kind of, I was still writing, but I wasn't really publishing that much. So Mm I kind of slowed down. Like when I was in Baton Rouge, I wrote seven books in one year and I was still working. And so um, when I got...
0: This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode.
1: Back to this area, my hometown area, until Mississippi. I kind of slowed down a little bit and started doing, you know, um, my educate more of my educational endeavors, but I was still writing as well. So mm-hmm. it's so when I was in Baton Rouge, I was writing like. 12, 13, 14, maybe even 20 poems a day, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm lucky to get about 60 in a day now. Mm-hmm. And I really, I'm really, i really pushing it, you mm-hmm. know? And then maybe like on a day that my kids really don't bother me, I'm putting in like 10 or 12 and then maybe like three or four paragraphs. So I try to make a point to write every day,
0: even Absolutely. if it's nothing
1: but, you know, journaling stuff.
0: Yeah. And are those self-published or have you gone through a publisher? They're self-published. Mm-hmm. Do you use um, an editor then, somebody you know, or do you uh, like contract um, out? Editing?
1: I use I use an editor and I use myself. And then
0: okay. I use the software as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked a little bit in the bio about um, some of your uh, degree programs. Uh, so you have your, a specialist degree in educational leadership. You just started a doctorate program. So what are your ambitions in terms of admin leadership? You said you've been a department chair for special content, but that was during COVID and that you also did your admin internship on COVID. So that must've been interesting.
1: Yeah. Being that I, you know, before during COVID it was different. It, now that we're out of the situation, it's going to be much more different. And when I did leadership as a department chair, I, it was pre-COVID. So, again, it's different. But, you know, with the situation as far as being an administrator, I kind of do want to be, with the de- desire to be a principal, but more so I would like to be an academic coach you know, with our academic specialists within uh, certain subject areas, per se, if I uh, wanted to stay within the building. But I do desire whenever my kids are older and I get a chance to see the world more a little bit, to have my own, um, at least a a tutoring service or a summer camp program that probably Mm -hmm. could grow into like a a small school for kids that are, underprivileged that are extremely talented but they have uh channeled uh their talents into the wrong way in the wrong way of channeling them and Mm. um me taking them out of that situation be able to channel channel their energy or channel their talents into something positive
0: yeah that's great ambitions to have for you know summer uh camp slash tutoring and i think you know, your background would very well lead to um, starting up a service like that. Um, I also um, know that you stress the importance of STEM um, in arts and education. I know that they're um, not funding those subjects so much in a lot of schools. They're no, more they the explore. No, no, and, you
1: know, that's where a lot of our statistical data goes into because a lot of our yeah. students that are in fine arts they they uh tend to have more cooperative skills than others and they yeah. tend to have higher math and science scores than others and then with it the, the the stem you know things are changing so rapidly with technology um and different uh mm-hmm. are coming so quickly rather quickly that you Know, I feel that uh education needs to catch up. I mean, they are making uh good strides with it, but I think they really need to catch up a little bit more with what's going on, or even, even bring in people from the um from the STEM community that are working in the trenches like people that are uh researchers, people that are you know that that make uh robots or uh make electric cars so that kids can. You know, get it hands on, firsthand, and you know what they what they actually do and what what's what really lies ahead. So, you know, it's always um, it's always you should always take the opportunity to to do better in in not just the STEM and the arts, but just in every subject. But those are really the ones that they really stand out to me. And if you don't mind, I it's kind of yeah. I have a piece that goes along with. Uh, fine arts education. It's called mm-hmm. Don't Stop the Music. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't like to say this, but I'm really enjoying this. My kiddo is not uh bothering me because he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Don't Stop the Music from my newest book. Many more school days, holidays, and holidays that lie between. Instruments are playing loudly. Vocalists are singing with animation and lively. The dancers are grooving rhythmically, whether it is a practice run, sound check, or a live performance. My love for music, among many other subjects that make it up, is vastly enormous. Music is math in that the notes in the score creates a rhythmic path that is not a bore. Music is science in that instruments and voices have a pitch with frequency and wavelength amplitude. Music is reading the lyrics that creates the song's mood. Music is history because of learning about what in the past culture that gives the music its structure. Learning music creates cooperative learning around the clock. Music education rocks all nations universally. The funding and learning should be never-ending. Musical messages daily to us are sending. Let it soothe us and groove us into higher learning. Youth and adults, all together in all walks of life, have a musical yearning. It causes humans to have a creative form of discerning. Music helps us learn around the clock. Music education provides specification all across the curriculum. Let the metronome keep the tempo because we want the world to know that music education is the key for our global society to grow. Let's advocate for the metronome to rock around the clock. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. The music, please don't stop. Don't stop the music. Beauty all day and all night. For music in schools, let's fight. Just because it's three o'clock doesn't mean that we have to stop. Don't stop the music. It gives us skills to pay the bills. It gives us a rhythmic thrill. Music spears our wheels to academic achievement and much cooperation. Don't stop the music.
0: Let's spread the word to many nations. Well, I really enjoyed that. Now it's great having a tidbit from your latest book um and really you know advocating for music education right because um you know there's people that work in all different kinds of fields and their side gig might might be playing music right and like you said stem um performing arts visual arts those kind of things can help you um you know do greater and think you know if you use a different part of your brain right so (laughs) thank you so much for sharing that um you know, we've had a good conversation today about your background, some of your books, and uh, what your uh, future goals are. Out of everything we talked about, what's one thing you'd like listeners to remember?
1: Um, I would like listeners, even adults and kids, that no matter what field you choose to go into, you're always going to have a teacher. And i Also, that um, I'm just going to share what my parents told me uh, because they were my first teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, That especially my my dad, he was really rich in wisdom. Um, He's always told me, you know, your attitude determines your altitude. You Mm -hmm. know, it depends on how far you go. It, It doesn't really, you know, you can have bad, you can not, you can have okay academics. have a good attitude and it'll Mm -hmm. it'll take you far and you can have awesome academics and have a messed up attitude and you won't go that far because a lot of people don't want to deal with folks that don't have a a a positive attitude and that's what i learned and even he was like he even told me you know even when you come in with a positive attitude some people may take that the wrong way and you may, may still have trouble but still keep on moving And also my mom always said to me, you know, don't talk about your work, Um, don't brag on your work, you know, let your work speak for you.
0: Yeah, that's uh, great to have, like, attitude determining your altitude, especially for kids um, as they leave high school and go on to post-secondary options. Well, where can people find you online? I saw you have a lot of, you're active on many social media accounts.
1: Yes, I am. I have a LinkedIn where we found each other. I'm author Nicole S. Brown, EDS on LinkedIn. And I'm on Instagram, it's author Nicole S. Brown. Uh, TikTok, the same, uh, author Nicole S. Brown. Tumblr is author Nicole S. Brown. Pinterest is author Nicole S. Brown, but I really don't use that for personal. I use that for my hobbies, cooking, cleaning, hairing, makeuping, <laughs> um and um i also have a fan page which is drastically i mean like exponentially growing in viewers and i'm really proud about proud of that. uh it's outstanding poet and author nicole s brown and then i have my own uh personal um facebook page it's nicole sharon brown It's spelled as sharon but um i believe that's all that i have as mm-hmm. far as social media Yeah, you also have a shop, an SD shop as well? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, It has all of my books on it. It has uh, different paraphernalia on there. Um, It has, uh, I ship all over the world. So um, whatever you want, I can ship it to you from from me to anywhere in the world. Um, It's Etsy dot com forward slash shop forward slash poetry of this and if you can't remember that just uh when you go to the etsy just type in poetry of this and my business uh page will show up
0: okay definitely i'll add that to the show notes well thank you so much for uh your interest and being on the out of the trenches podcast it's always great to connect with educators like you and talk about your passions and you know hear a little bit from your own writing thank you so much well, thank you. And
1: you have a wonderful evening. And I'm so glad that I was able to be on the show,
0: especially with a, a fellow educator. That is so cool. <laughs> My book, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators, has now been published. You can access it through Amazon. You can buy it at the Road to Awesome website, or you can get it through my website at danagoodier.com. Please re- leave a review, and you can also access it on Kindle. Check out the show notes on danagoodier.com to learn more about this guest and links to their social media. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you download this podcast. Tell your friends and colleagues about it. And if this episode resonates, especially with you, be sure to share it out on social media and tag me at OutOfTrenchesPC. Trenches you.